get the support you need from our partner Handful, the maker of our favorite sports bras. Choose from seven styles of bras in an array of colors. Save 15% at Handful.com with promo code HandfulAMR15. GoodRx is a free and easy-to-use service that allows you to instantly compare prices for your prescriptions and find discounts on your medications. For simple, smart savings on your prescriptions, go to GoodRx.com AMR. Pros is a healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair quiz and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash AMR. Welcome to AMR Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And this is Dimity McDowell. Sarah, were you able to sit down in your chair? Do you have like delayed uh, onset muscle syndrome where you're oh. like, I can't, I can't, can't get on the toilet, can't get on the chair? Oh, no, it's because you, I know you're alluding to my incredibly tough workout yesterday. We were recording this on Friday morning. So on Thursday morning, I train, I have, I really splurge. I work out with a personal trainer one day a week. And um, she's, I adore my trainer. Her name's Brittany Williams. And she's actually joining us. I know you know this, Dimity, as a co-host, occasional co-host on the Friday podcast. Um, be awesome. Yeah. First one's on February 4th. So um, yeah. So, but what the focus with Brittany is heavyweights and upper body. Okay. And yeah, on occasion, you know, there's some lower body stuff, but by and large, it is upper body. And so she really changes things up every week. Like I just, you know, it's always new and different and it's always awesome. And so yesterday she described what it was going to happen. And I'm, I just had a utter blank look on my face because I thought I'm just going to follow along and uh, it'll make sense to me in, when we're doing it. Uh-huh. So I'll try my best to explain as shortly as possible that it's, so she wanted to focus on so it's definitely very heavy weights and focus on, you know, one set of muscle groups for three exercises and the way, um, largely varying it by also, um, whether I'm going to use biceps as an example. And so it was starting halfway up, you know, so holding a dumbbell in each hand and then going up from, you know, the 90 degree angle, um, moving the weights at a count of three up to my shoulders and then fast back down to that, you know, the starting position do X number of reps for that. And then, gosh, then what was the, then, um, then, oh, then pulling them up to my shoulder and going, dropping down to that thing and then holding it with my arms at the bent and then pulling them up again. And then there was something else. And so, or like maybe if on the chest press, you know, it was little pulses, it was lowering the weight down to my chest to a count of three and then fast up again. And so, you know, it was really working to fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it. Yeah. And so, I mean, when she was having me do tricep dips in certain ways, like lowering down slowly to a count of three and then pop back up and then go down and hold it for a count of three and then go back up again and then drop down and do little pulses. I guess that was a better example because I remember the three of those. Because <laughs> <laughs> your triceps are talking to you right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And so, so I said to her, I said, is it okay if I fall to the ground while I'm doing this? Because I thought my, my arms are just going to give out. I'm going to fall to the ground. So instead, so it's, you know, doing it on a bench. I just, instead of falling to the ground, I just acted like I was in like this reclining pose. Like I kind of just threw my upper body onto the 
onto the bench. bench. I was like, do I look relaxed? Do I look casual? (laughs) And so, oh, I remember what the third bicep one was. It was what we called the man curls, but then I decided we shouldn't call it that, which is holding them again at that with my arms bent at 90, but then um, lifting them on an angle. So my right hand, the dumbbell, I lift up to my left shoulder and then down and the left hand goes up to the right shoulder and down. And, um, you know, we joke that if we were a man in a weight room, we'd be checking out our bicep as we're doing it. And, uh, and your uh, pec too, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh my goodness. So it, oh, I really, I left. So I run for three miles before I go in and see her to get warmed up and then do this hour workout. And, um, when I got home, I'm like, huh, that's kind of a long workout. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Good job. Good job. Yeah. yeah. So it was, oh my gosh. So this morning when my foam rolled, like I don't right now, you know, I can, I can brush my teeth. I can brush my hair. Like I could lift my arms over my head. It's fine. But when I foam rolled, boy, every single muscle in my back was talking to me. Oh, I can imagine. I can yeah. imagine. And I bet you tomorrow you might feel oh, a little bit more. Uh-huh. <laughs> maybe, yes, I will maybe be. that toothbrushing might not come as easy as you, as you hope it would. Yeah, it's good. I'm not a um, big hair, uh, brusher of hair. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just judge it up. You're good. You're good. And it's yeah. a Saturday, you know. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was good, but who it really, um, it got me. So it's, that's exciting. good. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So and I, I mean, she mixes it up so much. I just, I, I think that's, that's, that's what's so great about, I mean, I've never had a personal trainer. I've often mm-hmm. thought about, you know, like, you know, hiring one for just a, a stretch, but, um, but I like the idea that they just like, you know, they, it's their job to, to keep you engaged. Right. Oh, so I, I mean, I can't even tell you the different exercises, the different way of doing the exercises again with the, you know, a three count or a hold or whatever. And just, it is, it's always what I want in that it's heavier weights than I would be using on my own and largely upper body, but it should, I mean, the variety is endless. Endless. Yeah. She, You're going to be doing pull-ups in no time. <laughs> she, you know, I definitely do assisted ones, you know, with the little, you know, uh, uh, band. band. Yeah. And, um, or she'll just have me stand holding the bar. Um, that's a little, you know, some on tippy toes or a little above that, and then just do a tiny little micro, you know, clenching or you know, pulling together my shoulder blades. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's incremental steps to being able to do a pull up. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 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 So, um, and we have a good time doing it and we, uh, dance a little bit sometimes during it. So it's, it's a, all good fun. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Aaron has a marathon training question. Hi, my name is Aaron. I'm calling from Virginia. I'm training for a marathon that's in March. And I had a question about the recovery week. So if you've been building your mileage for two or three weeks and then you have a week of low mileage and then the next week you ramp back up your mileage, I was talking with my coach and she asked me how my recovery week felt and she said it's really normal for it to feel really crappy. And that surprised me and mine did feel crappy and I felt really validated hearing her say that. But I was just wondering what the science or – Uh, maybe your personal experiences about that is. Why do you sometimes feel worse during your low mileage week? Thanks. So I thought this was an intriguing question, uh, feeling about feeling crummy. Uh, Yeah. 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 So um, I say, let's start by defining what a recovery or down week is. And in doing a little research for this, there's a lot of terms for it. There's recovery week, a down week, a cutback week, 
Um, sure. Yeah. So, um, so we'll be using terms like that interchangeably, and it's a deliberate reduction in training load in both volume and intensity. At first, when I thought about it, I only thought like, oh, if you're typically running, you know, 40 miles a week, you're gonna just cut that back by, you know, 20 or 30 percent. But it could also be um, that you're cutting down the intensity. So instead of doing eight hill repeats, you do four hill repeats on your Wednesday workout, or you do. 400 meter repeats instead of six, 800 meter repeats or whatever it is. So, um, yeah. And, um, typically it's done as you well know, coach Dimity, um, that in typical training plans, it's either two weeks on one week off or three weeks on one week off. I mean, kind of, I think the more elite athletes probably have more on weeks before they have an off week, but for us mere mortals, it's more like a two to one or three to one ratio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think a two to one is pretty, um, pretty normal. Um, it depends upon how long you have to get ready for an event. Mm-hmm. But um, I think two to one is, is a safe way to do it because um, you do like have you, you cut back in both intensity and mileage, but you don't necessarily you don't take it. It's not like you take it all away. Right. right? right you know, right. so yeah. So I mean, you're right, exactly. In that like, and it's a lot like a taper too. to be honest with you, you know, mm-hmm. it's at least the first week of a taper, maybe not the second week, but um, depending upon how long you taper, they have a marathon taper, but you know, you just slowly reduce the, the, um, the mileage and the intensity, like you said, um, yeah. distance, and the intensity. So, and it's just, and it's the same, it's the same, um, it's the same principle as a taper and that, you know, I just always think about like putting your training in the oven to bake, right? <laughs> like you've got to be able, you can't be stirring the cake while it's baking, right? <laughs> and every time you, um, you know, you do a workout, you, you know, you do strength training, you're out doing that, you're stirring, you're putting the ingredients together, but you've mm-hmm. got to give it time to bake. And so, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so during a cutback week, you might have an extra rest day, or you might do like two easy miles instead of four. And yeah, it is pretty normal to feel crappy because um, there's, I mean, there's two parts about it. You can talk a little bit about the physical part per- first, but your body is kind of, you know, adjusted to this high level of um intensity and activity and mm-hmm. you're kind of um craving it for lack of a better word right like it's like you know it's so funny though because sometimes before i get on a training plan i think oh my gosh i'm gonna be asked to, you know it'll be demanded of me that i do all this work and and i'm just you know there's a part of me that thinks oh i just want to keep taking it easy or whatever and then you get on a training plan and you get so accustomed to that higher level of work that it's like, oh, no, 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 I don't want to take it easy. Just keep pushing me. Just keep pushing yeah, me. So there's yeah. this, it's a make up your mind. Which do you want an easy week or a hard week? I uh, know. I know. Well, it's, it's the same thing too. Like with, um, with hard workouts, right? Sometimes you're just like, oh, I don't, I don't. And then, and then you get into it and you're like, well, enjoy might be the wrong word, but it's that type two fun, you know, where you're like, <laughs> I am very engaged. I am very um, proud of what my body can do right now. I love that feeling of accomplishing something. Right. And yeah. um, so anyway, so you, so you're, so your body's kind of craving that, right. It's like going back to the cake. You're like, well, that piece was good. So will a second piece be better? Well, actually <laughs> probably not. It'll probably make you feel sick. And so that's why we take a, that step back and, um, and yeah. uh, you know, give yourself a down week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Type two fun, Dimity. I am going to save that phrase. I love that. It's oh, fun. that's I. That's old, Sarah. <laughs> I didn't make that up. Um, I mean, Coach Amanda's written an article about it. Like it's it's definitely um, uh, it was trending kind of this summer. Type oh, okay. Fun. Oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I missed that memo. Oh, I like oh, okay. it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it sounds like it. the type of fun that a lot of mother runners have is type Yeah, I, I think all runners, I mean, it's a marathon runner. It's all that, it's that I work really hard to feel really good feeling, you know? <laughs> okay, okay, good, 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 good. All right, yeah, so that, you know, um, I think it's interesting the physical reasons why, um, in Aaron's words, a uh, runner might feel crappy during the recovery week. You know, it's proof that it's time to give your body a much needed rest. You know, all that push, 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 has its effects and it breaks things down and sometimes in the moment it's hard to realize that and then it's like when you can kind of have a little more space around it you're like oh gosh yeah my quads and hams really do they they need a rest they're feeling it i'm i'm walking down the stairs a little janky i'm walking off the airplane a little janky huh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you don't always walk like this <laughs> no i don't actually um and you know it's certainly i think for me it can be partly psychological that that there's a sense of um oh i'm feeling guilty i'm feeling lazy for quote taking it easy while training for a marathon so there's you know, how much of it is physical. Oh, my hams and glutes hurt versus mm, I'm feeling like I'm not working as hard as I should be, or I'm seeing someone else on Instagram who posted a really, you know, amazing workout and, oh yeah, I did one of those last Wednesday, but I haven't, I haven't done one since, you know, then, you know, one that, that that's Instagram quote unquote worthy, you know, so that there's that, um, guilt or feeling of being lax, who knows that could just be yeah, no, I think that that's very valid. And I mean, the other thing that I was just thinking of, um, and this may or may not um, resonate with Aaron, but I know um, on rest days, I usually eat pretty crappy, right? Mm. Like it's just, I, when I work out in the morning, like that somehow sets me up to eat better. And I, it's not mm. that it's like a conscious, like I exercise, so now I'm going to have my like greens and lean protein and all this <laughs> stuff for lunch. It's just more that that's just kind of what my body craves and the and the pattern that I've gotten into over mm-hmm. years and years of, of doing that, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I don't have that necessarily that exercise kind of anchoring me the first thing in the day or having it feel like it's enough, right? Again, if it's like a two mile easy run instead of a six mile one, mm-hmm. um, you know, you might, you know, that also might be kind of contributing to that lethargic feeling. I'm just yeah. throwing that out there as a possibility. Yeah, that's an interesting theory. Interesting. So, so numerous reasons, Aaron, why you're feeling crappy. Um, so, um, it's natural and, uh, just just lean into it, sister, stick to the plan. You got that coach and, um, good luck with your marathon in March. This is Caroline who has her sights set on a multi-race weekend. Hi, this is Caroline and I'm calling from upstate New York. Happy new year to you guys. Um, my question is about a big race goal I have for this year. There's a race series in the fall here in New York and, I'll be running a 5K, 10K, half marathon, and a full marathon over the course of three days. Um, so I'm curious if you have any training plans that could help me tackle this um, mileage, or if it's possible, like how you would recommend that I modify existing training plans. Um, I had a really great year with your heart rate plans in 2019, um, and I give that a lot of credit for getting me to the starting line um, healthy. So I would love to use heart rate training again, but obviously this is kind of a different, a different beast with multiple races over a few days. Um, so thank you guys so much for all you do. I love you both and your podcast has been a great companion on so many of my runs. Thanks so much. Nice. I love it. I love that it's in New York. That's going to be really fun. Yeah. 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 So Caroline, we, we appreciate your gratitude. I'm fortunate enough to get to actually hear these 
um, voice memo. So it's very sweet to, I actually said out loud, Oh, that's so sweet. Um, <laughs> as I listened to it and, um, the voicemail reminded me of an item dim that was just in our rest day newsletter, which comes out every Sunday. People should definitely be getting it um, about that aspiring Olympian who's there in Denver, who just won all four races of the Walt Disney world marathon weekend. So, you know, like Caroline, the events, you know, down there in Florida, 5k, 10k half marathon marathon. And so that one woman won all of them wearing a different costume for each of them. I mean, wow, wow, wow. Um, and, um, and so speaking of the Walt Disney world marathon, Dim, we used to have a training program for just these kind of stacked weekend races. Right. Well, in fact, we still do. I can find them on our site. Well, because we don't have them right now uh, okay. because, uh, it doesn't, well, because they were canceled right in 2020. Uh-huh. Um, and then we didn't really have our, our new website was coming out, um, in July of, 2021. And that's kind of when the training begins for the Mm -hmm. Disney events in January. So didn't quite have our act together, but we do have them. And, um, and if that's something, um, I'm sorry, I forgot. It's Caroline, Caroline, Mm -hmm. um, Caroline that you want to, um, you know, uh, grab or, or talk about getting just email us at Tlam club at another and we'll, we'll kind of, um, figure out a way to, to get you set up. Um, but yeah, I mean, we definitely have them and, and they're important, plans and that they take into account a lot of like cumulative fatigue, which is what you're going to feel that weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it seems like the races like that are kind of proliferating because, you know, we originally launched it to, to help people with the goofy or the dopey. And then um, our beloved um, Twin Cities Marathon, they do the loony and so, um, oh, which- and they're, I mean, they're everywhere. There's like flying pig, like you do like chili with cheese on it. And like, <laughs> I, I don't even know. I mean, I, I, it's been a while since I've been in that world. I, a lot of us have been in that world, but yeah, they definitely have the stack races are definitely trendy. Um, and it's fun. I mean, it's fun to show up day after day and, and collect a medal and be in the party that is a, a running race. So it's definitely mm-hmm. worth it, but being prepared for it is, is good. And a lot of it, you know, we don't want to overtrain you during the training mm-hmm. cycle, but again, you have to kind of be ready to run, you know, it's the half marathon and the marathon back to back that are the, obviously the most challenging thing. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's a lot about pacing. Um, this, our Disney and our, our dopey and goofy plans are with um, coaches, Jen and Liz. So they teach you to run by heart rate, which I know Caroline mm-hmm. enjoyed. So, um, so mm-hmm. they definitely take into account your effort and your, kind of stress levels and what's going on with you physiologically so that mm. you don't overdo it during training. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's definitely doable. Um, and a lot of pe- obviously a lot of people have done it, but, um, the idea is, is that you have to really set your goals correctly. Mm-hmm. Like which race, if you do want to focus on one race to see what your legs have, which one makes sense to do with that. And then also pacing, you know, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. so that, because, you know, it's now fun to be at mile 12 of the marathon and just be like, oh, my lordy child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more yeah. than a half marathon to go here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So people can set a goal race. I mean, I would say maybe in a stacked weekend, that's not the time to gun for a PR, but you can still maybe say, oh, okay, I want to start out the weekend right and run a sub 35K or, you know, um, I don't know. Something. Yeah, I mean, it really it depends upon the person, right? You know, so like obviously the uh, Brittany, I think was her name, the runner in Denver. I mean, she's a very um, she's a very experienced runner, and so mm-hmm. she had you know some goals to set out to do. Um, so I I think 
you know, a lot of it is just survival and having, not survival is the wrong thing, but enjoyment, I guess I would say. Mm-hmm. And, you know, taking pictures and enjoying the weekend. But yeah, I mean, you know, again, it's it's really dependent upon where you are um, as a runner and um, how many times you've, like, if this is your first marathon, then no, like, you're not, you know, let's just get mm-hmm. you across the finish line kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and also, um, Caroline, uh, go back and l- into the time capsule and listen to episode number 232 of another mother runner, because we talked all about, we had a bunch of runners on who had done stacked races and it's just loaded with practical tips. And, um, yeah, I think that'd be really useful for anybody who's, um, training for stacked race or, you know, contemplating them again, that's episode 232 and originally aired in October, 2016. So you yeah. can find that wherever you listen to podcasts. We should um, get our loony, um, training program up though this is the right time to put the loony one up. <laughs> I think we yeah, have a little bit yeah, of time. Yeah. 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 yeah particularly because we hope that we will be in the twin cities during our very busy tra- traveling months of September and October. <laughs> I'm a creature of habit. Once I find something that works, I stick with it. After taking my first run in a handful Wyback bra, I knew immediately I'd found my new favorite running bra. No more constant under boob chafing or struggling to strip off a sweaty sports bra. Handful's Wyback bra has a wide band and straps for secure, chafe-free support. The Wyback design keeps the straps securely in place, yet allow me to easily pull the bra off over my head post-run. Like all Handful bras, the Wyback is made from smooth, quick-dry fabric and has removable pads, which give me welcome modesty because since breastfeeding all three of my kiddos, I have permanent high beams. Overshare? According to the Handful site, the Wyback is made for C and D cups, but my B cup boobs are happy, happy, happy in it. So after about two weeks of running exclusively in that first Handful Wyback bra, I was all in. I recycled all my other sports bras and got two more Wybacks. I now have it in five, or is it six, of the 12 colors Handful makes. Follow my lead and fall in love with Handful bras. Save 15% at Handful.com with promo code Handful. AMR15. Again, that 15% code is HandfulAMR15 at Handful.com. HandfulAMR15 at Handful.com. Maybe it's just me and my family of teens, but I feel like every week I'm picking up a prescription. And for too long, I was getting zapped by sticker shock nearly every visit to the pharmacy. Then, thankfully, I learned about GoodRx. With GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at all the pharmacies near you and save up to 80%. GoodRx is free and easy to use with their website or app. Even if you're like me and have insurance, you should still check GoodRx because it can often beat your copay. Plus, it's accepted at more than 70,000 pharmacies nationwide like CVS, Walgreens, Rite Aid, Walmart, and more to find the best discount available for you. Originally, I started using GoodRx whenever anyone in my family, including me, got a new prescription. Last summer, I saved more than 100 bucks on some prescription eye drops just by price shopping on GoodRx. Now, I've run all my teens' recurring prescriptions through GoodRx to ensure we're getting the best prices. Because the app is so easy to use, it only took a few minutes, and we're enjoying significant savings every month. For simple, smart savings on your prescriptions, go to goodrx.com AMR. That's goodrx.com AMR to start saving on your prescriptions. GoodRx is not insurance, but can be used instead of insurance. In 2021, GoodRx users saved an average of 79% on retail prescription prices. To get started, go to goodrx.com AMR. 
Pros makes custom hair care that's effective because it's personal. Using natural ingredients with proven results, Pros customizes every product in your hair care routine. Pros starts things off by asking about you as a person with their in-depth consultation, asking obvious questions like where your hair lands on the oily-dry spectrum, but also some unexpected things like your zip code and what foods make up the majority of your diet. Next, Pros analyzes all your answers and determines what unique blend of ingredients should be in every product of your custom routine. Together, Pros got all my hair goals covered. My Pros custom products include shampoo and conditioner, Natch, but also a pre-shampoo scalp mask designed to restore balance to my sensitive scalp. I'll admit, as a towel and dry and go kind of gal, I was skeptical of an extra step, but I applied some before my shower and checked work emails on my phone while letting it do its thing. My scalp, which gets super flaky and itchy in the winter, has never looked or felt better. I'm a believer. If you're not 100% positive Pros is the best hair care you've had, they'll take the products back, no questions asked. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash AMR. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash AMR for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. Pros.com slash AMR. All right. This one is Kathy with just a super important question. Hi, this is Kathy in Colorado. And Sarah and Dimity, I have a very important question for you. And it is, do you crave food when you are in the middle of a hard workout? And if so, specifically, what kind of food do you crave? For some reason, when I'm in the middle of a long run or a really hard workout, I just desire apple cider donuts. And I don't know why, because my dessert of choice is actually ice cream. So it's not something I follow through on, but I sure do think about them. And so it made me wonder if either of you crave just really delicious food when you're in the middle of a hard workout. Thank you. All right. I love this question. It, it made me think, made me think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, the first thing that's sprung to my mind was remembering being running when I lived in Boston or in Wellesley, I remember running, um, a half, I think it was a half marathon in Falmouth. It was not the Falmouth, famous Falmouth road race, but I heard someone mention one of the spectators said something about Coca-Cola at about mile 10. So for those final 3.1 miles, that was all I could think about was drinking a Coca-Cola and the race finished at, a some high school or junior high. So I actually went inside and there was a vending machine. And I got to go pulled out your four dimes and you got your Coca-Cola. <laughs> exactly. It was that long ago. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> the dimes were still made of silver. And <laughs> uh, that's yeah. Awesome. So, so, so Dim, how about you? Do you, when you're on the bike down there in the basement, oh, or out on the well, road? you know, I usually have, I mean, it's so funny um, that you brought up apple cider donuts because <laughs> I am not a donut person. Like I, I mean, I will have one every once in a while, but like we often do like birthday donuts here in our house, you know, for someone's birthday that morning. Uh-huh. And I don't get, I just, I don't like donuts, but something about apple cider donuts, mm-hmm. OMG, I yeah. love them. And uh-huh. so this, this, um, in September when I was out, uh, right before the, the aqua bike that I did, um, I was out staying with my aunt uh, on the East coast and, um, I was swimming at the Y 
Mm-hmm. And um, right, it was right next to a Whole Foods. Um, so I go. I was working out at the Y. So I'd either go ride the bike there or swim for like four or five days prior to the race. And then I would go over to Whole Foods and like totally just treat myself to like <laughs> a very bougie breakfast, like definitely an apple cider donut, you know, a latte that costs like $6, you know, some a smoothie of some kind. I mean, it was just yeah. like, so, um, so I was craving those then. But I mean, you know, during a workout, I don't, I, I have to say, I don't really normally crave stuff. I mean, yeah, like you saying Coke, um, Coca-Cola, like I definitely remember being like, on bike rides and being like, that would taste really good right now. I mean, it's usually yeah. something drinking, right? On a hot yeah. ride or a hot uh-huh. run. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And, but that Kona Cola noon, I mean, that usually does the trick, especially if I've got some ice cubes left in my water bottle. That that feels pretty good. Um, and then after, you know what I really like the most? And I remember uh-huh. um, Alexi Pop is saying this, and it's kind of um, stayed with me, is knowing that, that there's really good food in the fridge when you come home, like mm. good leftovers, you know, like knowing oh. that either mm-hmm. somebody has thought enough about you to make you good food, you know, which I, th- you know, she lost her mom. So that was, I mm-hmm. think that's where it comes from from her. Um, and for me, it's just, I just love knowing like, oh yeah, I have half my Chipotle left in there. Like, yes. I'm going to have that when I come home <laughs> or, you know, oh, I forgot I have that really good soup, you know, like for lunch. Oh, um, exactly. Yeah. Oh. Totally. To- I, I'm I'm sorry, but leftovers, good leftovers, just make my day when I open up that fridge. I'm like, yes. Uh, yeah. You know, there's that leftover, you know, pesto pasta with beans and broccoli rob in it type thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. I mean, sometimes I'll really want salty chips. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a salt and vinegar chip type of gal. Um, but yeah. No. I am. Um, I, I guess I, I, well, when I come home, I, one thing I do like, if I'm going to really be decadent is, uh, I make a homemade French toast and oh, then wow, I put some, good. yeah, put, um, maple syrup and then some Greek yogurt, vanilla Greek yogurt on top of it, and then sprinkle a little granola on it. So I like that. And, um, I do say that, um, one thing I've been treating myself to after pickleball dimity is that um, there is a place not too far from the courts. They make what's called um, hot mess oatmeal. And um, it has bananas and strawberries sliced up on top of it. And it's made with um, some sort of milk. I'm not sure it's dairy milk. And and it takes them a while. They don't, it's not just sitting there in a bucket that they slap into a bowl for you. It takes, sure. uh, it takes them about five minutes to come out with it. And then you can, for an extra dollar, you can have almond butter added to it. And they have really good almond butter. So I get that. And then in true Sarah fashion, you will know this, Dimity. I have brought my own spoon from home that is an actual silverware piece of spoon. It's not, you know, because here in Portland, you can get a lot of, um, if you get takeout, it's the utensils are made from like corn or other, you know, things. Compostable that, stuff. Compostable things. And yeah. they just, they, <laughs> I'm all for compostable. Don't get me wrong, but they just, they, they don't have the heft. And so um, I keep a spoon in my pickleball bag. <laughs> so wow! That, wow! Yeah, yeah. The utensils gotta gotta meet the 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 gravitas of the meal, right? <laughs> exactly. And um and I only play pickleball on um days where it's not raining because um for safety reasons you don't want to slip on the court. So then um and it's in a town that has a very pretty lake. So and there's benches, and so I walk and sit on a bench and overlooking this lake with my nice spoon from home. And it's, I really enjoy that as a treat for myself. 
That's really, that sounds lovely. That yeah. sounds lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. So, well, we want to so, answer more questions about, you know, what we crave yeah. run or, um, you know, how to, how to handle the, the temper tantrums when you have a down week. So, um, give yeah. us a call at 471 badass one or no, 470. Well, Oh, I'm sorry, 470-BADASS-1, which is mm-hmm. um, 470-223-2771. Um, it's also linked in the show notes underneath. Mm-hmm. So you could just yep. go down, scroll down, press it, and call. Yeah. Um, leave your first name where you're calling from. Keep your message to about 60 seconds or less. Um, and know that the number doesn't ring anywhere. So if you need to call us from you know, your 4.30 run in the morning, 4.30 a.m. run, um, <laughs> Do that because we're here to we're here to not answer the call but answer your question down the line. <laughs> yes, yes, and because uh, I know it makes you happy, Dimity. Bonus points, I think, if people stop mid run to call us. You know, it was, um, you know, it's like a, a message. I do love, I, a, I love a breathy message. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How do I get through this interval? Yes, yes, yes. Um, and we also request that you please write a quick review of our show and leave a rating, preferably a five-star one, wherever you get your podcasts. Ratings and reviews truly help other runners find our show. We appreciate your time and support. So we're here with answers and questions, and um, maybe Sarah's going to even... Stir up a little almond butter for us next time. (laughs) Yeah, for an extra dollar and if you got the right spoon. (laughs) 